Jono, Ben and Sharon uh, last night uh, on Jono and Ben, our TV show. Uh, we, yeah, we announced this is going to be the final series of the show. Mm. Yeah, which was a big surprise to most people because everybody loves your bloody TV show, but you guys have decided after seven years that you are going to wrap up in five weeks' time. It was pretty, it's, it's a little bit of a little sadness that comes with this. You know? It's a bit of sadness. It's been a huge part of our life for seven years. Yeah, well, to, to be honest, it must be pretty hard to... You know, work with the same people for seven years. I usually like to put it on like a two, three year rotate <laughs> of co-hosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so we've got another what? Another? You've got another year and a half oh, to go. Yeah, okay, that's all right. Can. Okay, we can well, do we'll that. We'll enjoy that year and a half. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. We'll have tell a ball. You, can I tell you what? I I didn't really enjoy though. So oh. we made the uh, made the announcement last night on the TV show, and what did we get? We got a text from Sharon. Saying later no, losers. No, so okay. Later losers. Later and that, losers. Was, that was actually the nicest thing she's ever said to Please, me. Please, okay. So we have we have a thing that we do on the, well, Ben doesn't do it because he's nicer than us, but Jono will walk in or he'll reply to an email and it'll just say like get effed or whatever. Or he'll be like, hey, see And words. I mean every word of it. Like it's not a joke. And <laughs> I'm always like, What's up, losers? Later, losers. And yesterday, we didn't say goodbye to each other after the show. And so I text you guys and said, later, losers. Hope tonight goes well. But you guys didn't see the message until after your TV show. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry. so I get a reply just afterwards. And Jono's like, ha ha, thanks. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I text back straight away. I was like, oh, my God, I sent that message at 6 o'clock. Please check the timestamp. Because otherwise it looked like you guys had just said, hey, our TV show's ending. And then I've just texted me like, later, losers. I thought it was the most touching leaving speech. <laughs> no, but, no, but for, uh, to, in all seriousness, I watch your show every week and I really enjoy it. And I think this season has especially been really amazing. I will miss watching it on yeah, Thursday we'll, we'll, nights. We'll miss it too. We love, we love making the show. And uh, it's been really cool, really humbling today to have so many lovely messages from people. people oh, somebody even started a petition I saw. I yes. signed it this morning. It's got like 7,500 people have yeah, signed and it. That is, now, that, can I just say, that is a worthy cause. Don't try and save the children. Try and save two no. white privileged TV hosts. <laughs> no, put your money, no put your mind. Money. No one's putting any money. No, don't even joke about it because people have been donating money to it. Great, no, don't great. donate money. Don't, don't donate money. Donate money. No, 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 don't turn in the money. This is what I'm after. No, he's talking about the, the money. The more money you can donate, the better. No, no give your life more, savings. There's no, plenty more worthwhile no, causes. You're probably going to give money to the children's no. hospital. Don't do that. Give it to us. There are thousands of more worthwhile causes to put money towards. But it's lovely. It's a lovely thing for people to want yeah. the show to come back it and is. we appreciate it. And lovely, yes, yeah, haven't you? But please, <laughs> give us your money. Do you want to do something more proactive than... Uh... I can't think of anything. But it's, <laughs> it's so easy to start up a bloody... Alright, anyway. Yeah, well, you should know, mate. You started up a petition to bring back your TV show. <laughs> he did it, he did it, he did it. It was started by two fanboys. But it's really good, and I think that you guys um, should be really, really proud of what you've achieved over the last seven yeah, years. I, so. I actually felt emotional last night watching the montage of things that you've done over the last seven years, so I can imagine it's emotional for you it's guys It's going to be well. a very emotional, you know, like, like final five weeks as we celebrate, you know, like seven years of the show. It's been a year, and it's, Jesus, taking us places. Been all around the world, mate. Mm. We've got another five glorious weeks of subpar comedy to produce. <laughs> yeah, we have. So okay. You well, you us. give it everything you've got and you know what? You can officially go on the departure lounge and be like, we can do this risque thing because what are they going to do? Fire us? Yeah, we can go. And the final... Not that you guys are getting fired, I'm just saying. like, you, you and... Now the show's ending, you can do whatever you want. And I might use your touching words for our final show. Layla loses. Layla loses. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. You're a lifesaver. Well, I guess some would say I'm annoying, but... That's also true. <laughs> hey, you're not annoying, Sharon. No, so, yes, I am. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's 2018. I know, I am. It's fine. Um, so, my husband, when he was younger, had a seizure 
when he was drinking. And he's never had it again, but he's told me the story and he actually has a medic alert for it because he's also allergic to penicillin. So he's a medic alert for that and for seizures, just in case. And it's been my absolute fear the entire time that we've been together that he will have a seizure and I'm going to have to spring into action. And also, uh, like, someone in my family had an accident and I had to, like, save them, like, put them in the recovery position. So I'm like, I'm always ready to go. Mm. If somebody is going to be choking or dying or something, I am ready to go. And my husband, a couple of times now, has, um, has, it's kind of like sleep paralysis, but also I think one time he'd actually been drinking and I think he may have vomited a little bit, but he was on his back. But I just woke up and a few times and he's been like, <gasps> and I have this thing, so I'm like, oh God, he's going to have the seizure. And I like bounce out of bed, yeah. bang the light switch, mm. bang back. And I'm just like, Whoosh! and I put him in the recovery position. Yeah, right. One time he actually needed me to do that because he was choking on something in his sleep. Uh, the other three it was the ti- penicillin you put down his throat. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other, the other three times I did it though, um, he he didn't actually require it. I just thought that he was choking, but he was just breathing funny. Well, you, <laughs> so you, he's he's abruptly woken up, the lights turn on, and his body slammed it's, over. It's literally, a, it's, it's the literally a move of three where I'm like lying on my back and I'm dead to go to sleep, and then I'm like, light recovery position. Are you alive? And I you demonstrated it on Jono, um, yeah, which, which we'll put on our social media. Was, Jeez, Jono th- flew halfway across the room so like it was I on Twilight or something. I didn't take into account. That John is uh, lighter than Bryce, and so well, I don't moved. Don't shame your husband. <laughs> I moved him quite aggressively, and John looked scarred for life. I felt man. I felt manhandled and violated. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm stronger than I look. Yeah, Jesus, it's quite. A, and so he's woken up from a deep slumber. Yeah. To be thrust in. So you saved his life once. So one time he yeah. was actually choking. Mm. I think he ate something before he'd, he'd been out and then he ate something when he got home and he felt sick, but he was asleep and he sleeps on his back. And so he started, he must have like slightly vomited, not a full vomit, just like a little one in his uh, throat. And he was just lying on his back. And he's like, <coughs> but, Jeez. He's, but he's still, he's asleep. Yeah, right. Still, so I had to like just throw him over. I was kind of like bash him on the back as I put him in the recovery position, and then he was like, "Oh God, what happened?" I'm, and I'm like, s- "You were choking in your sleep." I've never saved a life. No, I was a lady got hit by a bus once when I was driving to work. Oh, oh that this was is very, a really grim yeah, that's a very traumatic. Story. I probably shouldn't tell this no, story. No, no, it's very traumatic. Yeah, no. I tried to help her. Yeah, no, I did. You did try. You did everything you could. So it was. A, I gave yeah. her my. Ja- I put my jacket over her. Got covered in blood. Yeah, and it was a very traumatic story, as we say. So, I went under the edge. Yeah. He's, he's like, don't say it. Like yeah, it's like, we shouldn't tell this, and you're getting into more details. You do, yeah. Uh, so, this is exactly what it looked like. Yeah. We want uh, to know are you a life saver? You saved somebody's life just going about your day. Oh, 100 the Edge. Text us to 3343. We'd love to hear your stories. Hi, guys. Hi. So, basically, I locked my brother out of the house, and he wanted to get back in. So. He had come through and he had, oh my goodness, this is so funny. His head was stuck in the toilet and I had to pull him out of the toilet. Holy shiver me timbers. Oh, so he climbed through the window and then ended head first into the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. Wow. Because that could be very dangerous. Because, like, if his mouth and his nose were submerged, he wouldn't be able to breathe. So you are a hero. Emily, congratulations. Emily, did you you lock him out of the house on purpose? Yeah. Well, let's so not get into the details, yeah, She's John. a lifesaver, John. She's a lifesaver, no, she's Emily. not a lifesaver. Let's not get fat yeah. by the way. She clearly caused the situation. She's a lifesaver. Crystal, welcome to the show. Are you a lifesaver? Tell us why. Um, Not myself. My brother saved my life. Oh, how did he do okay, that? Okay, how did he? Yeah. Um, well, my head was down years. the toilet. <laughs> no. 
No, not quite that. Um, I was four years old and I was throwing rocks into the ocean off a wharf. I slipped and fell headfirst onto oysters. And, um, yeah, he jumped in and saved me. Cause wow. I was, I was knocked out and my head was cut off. Oh, my you were unconscious. So, yeah, if my brother wasn't there... I wouldn't be here. Let's give a shout out to this national treasure. Yeah, what's your brother's <laughs> name, Crystal? Um, his name's Matt Hyde. Matt, oh, Hyde. Matt Hyde. We salute you. And You're then a bloody hero, hero comes, comes along. And with then the strength to carry on. And his name is Matthew Hyde. And he's a really, really good guy. Oh, 800 the edge. You've saved a life. What happened? Courtney. Hi. Hi. Ignore him Hey Courtney How did you save a life? Um, So my Seven year old sister Was hanging out By the boat ramp In the islands In Samoa While on holiday And she Ran in And started drowning (gasps) And um, I ran in Thinking I was a hero And I slipped And got knocked out And passed out And was floating in the water Oh god And then all of the village people Practically saved Myself and my sister Wow Well I'm so glad That you guys are both okay That's a massive relief Oh my god! You, well, you like you you sixty percent saved a life. The intention, <laughs> she to. the intention was there. John Ben and Sharon, the edge. Well, we've had a debate in in my household over um, the fries that are purchased from the supermarket and how you only give your uh, chops your uh, partner Amanda one chip. One chop. No, oh, no she can, she's free to she's free to have as many chops as she wants. Oh, so six, this, six the, to ten chips. It's just the, the, the chewing gum's the only one piece yeah, policy. That's my that's my that's my chewing gum. Um, but the, the 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 fries are for everyone. Okay, <laughs> this okay. is a household Crazy purchase. Cat. But yeah, so I will sometimes. I don't, you know, like I'm not a big. As you guys, you always mock me about. I'm not a big sort of uh, fries and no, no, like the occasional fries, but it's not something I'm. You like, love a good fry when you've been drinking. Yeah, I get that. But yeah. when you're sober, you're like, oh no, I'm good. I'll have a soda. <laughs> I'll have a stick of. Carrot. But it doesn't really worry me if it's a, a crinkle cut fry or a non crinkle cut fry. I'm not. Prejudice against you. You're not chip racist. No, well, Ben doesn't like offending anyone, <laughs> even chips. So, but Amanda, my wife, she doesn't. She doesn't like when I buy the crinkle cuts. How come all the chips are white too? It's just bloody pure. They're not. Have you ever had a Kumara chip? No, no, I hate Kumara chips. Well, no, but then you know you should. You, you need to try it, remember? Because that's yeah, not because the you found out you actually like Kumara. Okay, I'll do that this weekend. I was meant to do that last weekend. <laughs> yeah. Sharon even texted me to remind me. And I yeah, I said record the audio of you so, eating a yeah, Kumara for the I first forgot. time. I'll do that again. Uh, but yeah, no. So the uh, the crinkle cut chips. Not, not 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 a great choice if I buy them at the supermarket. She's quite you know into the sort of shoestring or the other varieties of fries. The thick cut, controversial. Yeah. I like a crinkle cut. I love a good crinkle cut, yeah. but if I had a choice, I would go French fry. Yeah, I tell you, those the the yeah you know, the fast food restaurants they got their fries down pat. But French fries are hard one to do at home though, right? The little thin shoestring. Oh string. yeah, they are very hard unless you got a deep fryer. Yeah, my friend Mark got a deep fryer when we were a teenager, and we deep fried everything, <laughs> and it was marvelous. It's it's funny because crinkle cuts. That's what my husband enjoys is a good crinkle cut because yeah, you can get them crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside. Yeah. But I am a French fry girl. Like when everyone goes on about KFC's chips, yeah, they're nice, but they're not the best. McDonald's chips are the best. So we thought we're doing it, uh, do it singing as it's Fry Day. You thought that. Don't <laughs> rope us into your pun. You really uh, need to see that written down for that yeah. pun to work. We thought we'd uh, we'll put a poll online uh, and uh, you guys can help us decide. Because many people have done this on the internet. We want to do this this afternoon as well. Which is the best fry? Which, crinkle oh, cut. Are you gonna, I'm going to go straight and thin. Do you mean French fry? 
French fry? A shoestring fry? Shoestring yeah. fry? When I mean straight and thin, I'm talking about bed. <laughs> <laughs> hey. He's straight and thin. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. What about me? Hey? What about me? <laughs> oh, Sharon. <laughs> Don't do it. I was trying to make a joke about how skinny he is. That was all. That was about, nothing. Why don't you make a skinny joke about me? <laughs> okay. But you want more what of a Kringle cat? Ca- <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm joking. Oh, shit. You're not a Kringle cat. I, I know you think I'm a witch. I know that you're not a witch. There's definitely a witch in your relationship now. <laughs> you're not a Kringle cat. I was only ever in love. <laughs> Okay, I don't know where to go from this. He thinks uh, I'm a wedge, everyone. So, so we're going to put the options online at our face on our Facebook page at the Edge Afternoons, and you tell us which is the best fries. We're going to chuck in the curly fry. Oh, curly fry as well. Curly fry. Yeah, that's a good idea. We're going to do yeah. curly, we're going to do crinkle cut, and we're going to do shoe. You're actually more of a curly fry, Sharon. And okay. Oh, is that a bit I'm of not me? crying, by the way. I'm laugh crying. I'm not crying, crying. He's definitely crying. Okay, I went My under the tears edge. tears taste like ice cream, though, because <laughs> eating a lot. Yeah. The best cut of chip. What is the, uh, what is the best cut? I went under the edge. Three, three, four, three. It is the edge. Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The edge. Okay, so, uh, what was it? Last weekend, actually. Saturday night. I was in the club. You were not in the club. I was in the club. You were probably at Valentine's. I was in the club. Okay, it was Valentine's. No, it wasn't Valentine's or else this story would be very (laughs) very weird if this was based at Valentine's. Uh, I was in a club. It was busy. Nightclub. Yeah. Okay. And I had just finished a call from nature. Mm -hmm. Okay. In one of the cubicles. Mm -hmm. I turn around. I see my friend there. It sounds like you've been talking to your weed dealer or something on the flight. But anyway, I see my friend there. Mm-hmm. He's standing there with a lass. Oh. Now, it wasn't one and of the these. Men's. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, you know, it wasn't one of these futuristic situations where there's like, you know, they have the bisexual toilets, the communal unisex toilets, toilets. The, communal, the unisex toilets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's a. Apologies if that offended anyone. <laughs> what would that offend people? <laughs> anyway. You're going to be the funniest dad. Like, you know how sometimes your parents say something and you're like, oh, that you don't even realise that's racist. <laughs> yeah. You that are just going to be so... Is that offensive? No, it's just, it's just that you don't realise what words are. Yeah. Like, yeah. unisex is what you uh, Unisex is the word I was yeah. looking for. I said bisexual. <laughs> yeah. I now realise the error of my ways. Yeah. I apologise to the bisexual community. I don't think to, they care. To toilets we'll around New Zealand. Uh, we're just to say they're two different things. <laughs> yeah. So... It wasn't one of those toilets. So it was, it was a male toilet. And um, I finished it around. I was like, oh, g'day, mate. How are you? He's like, g'day, mate. He's looking at me. This is my friend. <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, I'll see you later. And then I was outside. He came out. He's like, guess what? I was like, what? He's like, I just made love in that toilet. Oh, that's <laughs> With nice. the girl he was with. And it was a grotty toilet. Like, oh, there was a, there was a, there was a coat hanger in the bowl. I was like, why is there a coat hanger in the bowl? <laughs> but why? you don't want to yeah. fish it out, no, no I wasn't going to fish it out. <laughs> I felt business. sorry for the poor person that had to fish it out. Um, there was a coat hanger in the bowl. There was like a used toilet roll. It was, this was the type of establishment we were in. So it's not really um, romantic conditions. No, <laughs> no. But he somehow managed to pull it off. Well, she probably did, actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> if we're getting into logistics. <laughs> yeah, that's not. But yes, thank you for taking us there. Mm. In this cubicle, it was grotesque. Now, and she said, did it there? Just there. I don't even want to know how it came off. No. <laughs> no, no. Well, we could ask producer Carl, but we won't. Yeah. No, don't. Why? Is he? He's Did you? It. He's a, he's a 
Cal, he doesn't want to turn the mic on, but he's oh going to. God, the done... story comes up so much, but yeah. yeah. You've, you've done this. He did it at work drinks yeah, one time. Yeah, it was a work drinks thing. What was the setting? Was it a well, clean? Yeah, very, very clean. Oh, like, I think the bathrooms are even like yeah. brand because it was, new. No, it was because the bar just opened. It was only 6.30. Yeah, oh. no, we got we came in real hot. We came in real hot. It was a heavy afternoon, all right? Yeah, yeah, but it was very clean. Our friend was back from Dubai and we ordered a lot of tequila. A lot of tequila. This was at a Valentine's restaurant. These. This is what we want to open up. Three, three, four, three. Um, loose lovemaking locations. I think you may. I think you meant most adventurous. And place most you've adventurous made love. place yeah. you made love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that, Ben. That's probably yeah. No, no. I'm not. Remember, we're not. We're not going. Oh, yeah, we're not oh, going. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. um, Jono. Jeez, I, I've seen it before. The washing machine. Yeah, yeah. Washing yeah, machine. I'm, I'm not, that's not that adventurous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got the washing done in. You know, two <laughs> things, one stone. <laughs> yeah. Where about you? Boss's desk. Boss's desk? Not this boss. That's how she got her job. <laughs> it was an rebe- act of rebellion, actually. Was it? Yeah, he was boss's- a terrible boss. Oh, this is the, the music store. This is the music store, yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. the story. Yeah. Okay, 0800 The Edge. Can you beat this? Most adventurous lovemaking location. 0800 The Edge, 3343 on the text. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Okay, the uh, most adventurous place that uh, you've shared a moment of passion coming through on the 3343. What's, what's the text we're getting so far? Some good te- okay, here's one. In a cemetery? Oh, this feels that feels kind of wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, they had a rug on the ground. It was respectful. All right. Yeah, cemetery does seem. Yeah, like but a, even if you're not, uh, you know, anywhere near the graves, you still feel like you're, you know, Hagley Park, middle of Hagley Park in Christchurch. <laughs> oh, that's a very open location, <laughs> is it? At a pub quiz. <laughs> At a pub quiz. Question four. Who is the couple currently making love <laughs> on the pool table? Is it A, Chantal who and Greg? Who that? Uh, we've got Alana on 0800 <laughs> The Edge. Weirdest place you've made love, Alana? Um, we had sex on the beach and a bunch of four-wheel driving trucks came down um, no. and caught us. <laughs> See, this is the thing about being adventurous. You never know who's going to come. No one wants to be. And will you? see it. Yeah. And these days, everyone's got a phone. Exactly. Right? That's, that's yeah. the thing. You'll yeah. end up as a bloody a meme. Yeah. <laughs> also, yeah, Shannon, what do you think? What is the weirdest place? The weirdest place for adventurous lovemaking? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I live in Queenstown, and me and my boyfriend were going to a buffet dinner, and we had to go up the gondola, so... It was in the gondola. The gondola! What? The gondola! The gondola. The gondola, the gondola would be rocking back and forth, wouldn't it? A little bit. A little bit. We've had a few text people saying they did it uh, going up the luge uh, in Rotorua as well. The weird thing up about Shannon's, Shannon's gondola experience is there's a family of three in there as well at the same time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Dan. It's awkwardly waiting for the right to end. <laughs> what was the weird place for you, Dan? Oh, mate, it'd have to be the cow shed, wouldn't it? The cow it would be. shed, yes, it would be weird. You weren't worried uh, about the cows staring at you? No, it was with a cow. Oh, well, yeah, well, I mean, I, I'm glad the missus didn't see. She was a nice heifer, though. Oh, oh God. Dan. No. You doubled down. He did double down. Why, Tomo Caves has come through there. What? You don't want to be seen t- my bloody little glowworm. <laughs> Why, Tomo Caves? What if it was Do just... you have to take, like, a boat tour through there? <laughs> wow. Oh, I just, I don't have the, like, I'm not. I'm Very adventurous people. Yeah. I'm too paranoid. I think that if someone's watching. Yeah. Even like, see, when the people on the uh, planes, your friend was an air host and uh, yeah. air steward. Yeah, and people, uh, they had, uh, they hooked up and then um, she announced it over the loudspeaker and people went back to different locations. Oh to different partners. God. To different partners. <laughs> different yeah. partners. Yeah, yeah. That is Because she was like, look at it. <laughs> Bing bong. <laughs> 
That's bad. Can I say well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a, <laughs> a half-hearted... Good joke, re- Jono. <laughs> re- re- Thanks for that. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. On a Friday afternoon, we like to do this heading into the weekend. Sharon leaves the studio and in comes Darren. Jono, Ben and Darren. Lad yeah. chat. Sharon has to go off and fix some womanly issues. Mm. And uh, does oh, it... man, she's gone because she's got her period. Oh, and Darren, and she can't be in here because we'll be like, Darren, you can't say that. It's 2018. Too grumpy. Get out with your PMS. Yeah. And all the beers are coming. Oh, yeah. Can't, she brings the beers, though, eh? Yeah. She's oh, the waitress. Oh, We're like, hey, love. Darren, you can't say Get out here. Get us some beer. I'm with you, Darren. Get us uh, some Sharon, beers. Sharon's currently right now getting us some beers. Yeah. Also... Could that girl not have put some makeup on? <laughs> that face is terrifying. <laughs> anyway, I let's really get back hope to people realise who Darren is right now. Yeah, yeah. Darren this... is Darren. <laughs> have you heard how much ice cream she eats? <laughs> so Sharon is my cousin. <laughs> Anyone else ever thought about sleeping with their cousin though? Because Sharon really gets me going. I find her very attractive. <laughs> well, just just seconds ago, you were complaining about the state of her face. Well, that's why I don't want her face. To... Well, I obviously imagine her with makeup on. But holy shiver me timbers. When she did Dancing with the Stars, I was sitting at home feeling very confused. Yeah, like, I, I, could, I could cha-cha-cha my way into that. Yeah, I actually rang my mum and I said, Mum, oh, no, and my stop. first cousins or second cousins were Sharon. And she said, Darren, you know your second cousins. And I said, second cousins, Mum. That means I can hurt that. And she stop, said, well, she's stop. married, Darren. Oh. So now I'm just waiting. Okay, I'm wait waiting for, for Bryce to stuff that up and then... Yeah. It's in. And you, anyway. can te- you can text Darren to 3343 if you'd like to keep Darren inside, Sharon. No. <laughs> uh, before we go, uh, big weekend of sports, the league test, the Kiwis taking on the Kangaroos. Oh, the Kang, 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 Kangaroos. <laughs> Always a good team, aren't they? Oh, I mean, I don't really like the Kangaroos. Right. But it was because they got those big tails and very dangerous. And also, you know how the little kangaroos, they go in that little pocket in the front? Yeah. And it looks like it'll be real comfy. But did you know that pocket is just full of gunk? And the little, the little joey's just in there thinking it's going to be nice like inside a sheepskin. But it's just inside this big pool of sticky gunk. Nobody wants to be in some sticky gunk kangaroos. Take your bloody babies out of your gunky pocket. <laughs> your, gunk, your gunk sack. <laughs> hey, maybe don't describe it like that. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, D- uh, John O'Ben and Sharon... We've had no coverage of the league. Oh, no, no so sorry, let me get back into no, the league. I'm wrapping it so up. So, Benji Marshall, he's playing. No, we should, we should, well, it would be nice to Is have he him not? Him. No. Is he? No. Trader ass, motherfucker. <laughs> they didn't select him. He's still available. What? Play, yeah. They didn't choose Benji Marshall. No, well, yeah. Oh, those coaches don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. Trader ass, motherfucker. Oh, Sharon's coming back. Sharon's coming back. Oh, oh, shit, she's fine. Oh, oh. just want to get in there and motorboat those pit titties. Oh, Oh, here she is. Here she is. Oh, Darren, I told you not to come into work anymore. Stop resisting a babe. You know you want this. This I don't want you. We are cousins. Yeah, but we could just pretend we're not. <laughs> Why do you guys keep letting this guy in here? F*** off, Darren! She loves fighting her, eh? <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. Okay, very go, offensive, guys. very offensive. Gotta go! Uh, John O'Ben and Darren, uh, might be the last time we do that. It is The Edge. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Earlier in the hour, we uh, put it out there, the most popular, the fry, we put on our Facebook page for the last hour. Was it crinkle? Was it French? Or was it... Uh, what's the other one? <laughs> Well, do you know, or was it curly? Do you know what? 
What? Crinkle French or curly? Do yeah. you know what? What? Curly one. No, it didn't. What? Oh, you know, it did. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Jono, so, you no, suck. I was meant to get the results, and I thought, I, anyway. This is why you never host an X Factor. Yeah, that's why we lost the election coverage, too. We, we couldn't yeah. do that. We're like, uh, congratulations, Simon Bridges. Oh, no, actually, hold on. <laughs> he wasn't even in the election. <laughs> it wasn't him. New Zealand Steve Harvey. Yeah. Um, curly fries, number one. French, number two. And crinkle third. Wow. I find that's very controversial. Oh, there we go. Hey, we'll sit with those results. We'll form a coalition. <laughs> but you know, and the somehow be- beat the winner. But you know what the best chip of all time is? The one on your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> no, the best chip of all time is from South Canterbury, the McKicky Fry. Oh, really? The McKicky Fry is the best damn potato chip you eat in your entire life. I guarantee it. Okay, well, I have to go to South Canterbury one day you with can you. Get, you get them up, yeah, you can get them in Auckland. It's Feed Deli, they no, sell I'm, them. I only want them from South Canterbury, mate. John O'Ben and Sharon's scandal. All right, Sharon, we've got a minute 5.45 of audio here, <laughs> so we need, to get, we need to get into it. Excuse me, the scandal is not about your banter. It is about the Hollywood goss, and this Hollywood goss is juicy AF. Celebrity gossip blogger Perez Hilton, who is the first and most famous celebrity gossip blogger of them all. Him and Lady Gaga back in the day when she first came out were best friends. They were thick as thieves. And a few years later, they had a big falling out. But it all started because that that falling out is about to get bigger. Because Christina Aguilera went on Andy Cohen's radio show, the guy from Bravo that hosts Watch What Happens Live and stuff, and said how Perez Hilton tanked her album Bionic, which was an incredible pop album because he was saying that uh, she copied Gaga and all that sort of stuff and destroyed it. And I don't want to give anybody too much credit in particular, but, you know, Perez really came after it at that time. Right. And did a number on it. Right, right. (laughs) So there was a little sabotaging going on. He was putting you and Gaga up against each other. He really was. Me and Gaga actually had a conversation. I think we touched on that for a second. And, yeah, I I don't think they deal with each other at all anymore. And Perez Hilton saw this interview and was like, oh, hell no, is Lady Gaga going to throw me under the bus for ruining Christina Aguilera's album? And he released this salacious seven-minute video, which I find very hard to believe because I love Lady Gaga, but he started it by apologising to Christina Aguilera and then taking some responsibility for tanking her album Bionic. Truly, deeply want to apologize to Christina Aguilera for everything I did surrounding the bionic era. And I also want to let her know the truth about what happened. And I don't think I've ever spoken about this before because what Lady Gaga told her is not accurate. I was friends with her before she was famous. She used me. She became the biggest pop star on the planet at the time. Fame really got to her head. And then, wow. apparently, she would just ring Perez Hilton all the time and be like, Christina's doing this to copy me and Christina's doing that. And then Perez Hilton, as her friend, would then go and do these articles based on what Lady Gaga had said, which then made people go real hard against Christina Aguilera and tank her album, not buy it, boycott it almost. And then he went on to say that Lady Gaga tanked several female artists, including one that we know here in New Zealand, she was kind of deported, really, was Natalia Kills. So she hoped with the judge on X Factor here, but Natalia Kills was set to be the next Lady Gaga. She was going to be a huge pop star. Well, that Saturday night song she had was massive, right? Yeah. Well, and it could have been massive. That was like her on the way up, and apparently she was going to be humongous. And Lady Gaga didn't like that, and according to Perez Hilton, he destroyed her. She destroyed her. You know what was an orchestrated attempt? 
Lady Gaga destroying Natalia Kills. That happened. Ask anybody that worked at Interscope Records. They were both signed to the same label. Back in 2011, 2010, Gaga was what Taylor Swift is today. And she's like, this is not happening. You're working with my same people. She was livid and she basically killed Natasha Kill Natalia Kill's career. And she, he, and she actually did. Kills, and Natasha Kill's, I didn't even hear Kills, oh, That's how much she killed that career. So, and also uh, her uh, craziness on New Zealand's X Factor. Well, that came after. So if her career had taken off, there's no way Natalia Kill's would have been here doing X Factor. Damn right. So Natalia <laughs> Kill's... Right. It's definitely the uh, bottom of the barrel if you're in New Zealand doing X Factor. So Wait. she's actually gone on to do songwriting now because Natalia Kill's... She won like an, uh, a Grammy or something. Yeah, yeah so she writes for Rihanna, she writes for Madonna, so many different people, but she just won't be out in front of the pop star because... Because I remember when she came here, she said that she um, didn't like the pop star thing. It was too catty. And she never in, like elaborated on that. So if that story's true, it could kind of make sense. There you go. But then Perez Hilton went on to say that Gaga blacklisted not only Natalia Kills, but all female pop stars from using her producer Red One. Now, Red One was the guy that made Poker Face, Just Dance, Love Game, Bad Romance, and so many more people. I mean, Gaga was so drinking the Kool-Aid that she not only thought everybody was copying her, she also prohibited the producers that she was working with from working with other of her competition. She forbid Red One from working with Katy Perry or other pop girls. Crazy. So I don't know if it's true. I want to hope that it's not true because I love Lady Gaga, but that Mm. is the big... Shady stuff that's happening yeah. on Twitter today, thanks to Perez Hilton. It's so like you with the radio industry, eh? Oh, God. You may wonder why there's not many ladies in radio. <laughs> can thank Sharon Casey for that. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you take... You need to take that back. No. Yes. Oh, I know how you are. I've trained so many female announcers. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm taking the mickey. Yeah, you take that back. I will take no. a lot of shit, but I will not take that okay. from you, Jonathan Richard yeah, Pryor. No, anyway. Save my it's bacon. It's fine if you want to lock all those ladies out of radio, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Taking the first, you, are you know such I am. A dick. <laughs> you know I am. You know who that is, and it isn't me. <laughs> Save by Bacon, a safe place to borrow money online. You're much more than your credit score, so apply online today. Now you guys got to hear that. I got to watch that. That was amazing. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the Edge.